Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Welcome back to campus, everybody, here at Trade Show University. We're helping you with every part of your trade show planning. If you're an exhibitor, you're in the right place. If you're a show planner, you've got to listen to this episode as well, as we're going to be diving into all things video, especially, and why is it important to have a full video strategy for your pre-show, your during show, and your post trade show experience. And I am super pleased to have on a friend of Trade Show University. He's been on before. This is Bill Barona. Bill is Flex Media's founder and video marketing strategist. He has over a decade of video production experience, which allows him to combine a variety of production styles and marketing tactics with today's new technology to deliver effective video content for business owners, marketing, and sales teams. Really excited to have you on. Bill, welcome back to Trade Show U. Thanks, Jim. Excited to be back and talking with you. Absolutely. And Bill, for for anyone who knows Flex Media, they do amazing work. And I just love what you've been doing with a lot of smaller businesses around the Cleveland area for Cozy's 50th anniversary. It's just, you've done just amazing, amazing work showcasing these businesses. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, it's been great. And I feel like for all these businesses we've been going through and interviewing and meeting with the heads of companies, I've been able to take away a little bit too, as well as just learning what other professionals are doing to be successful. Yeah, doing a really masterful job of, of bringing out the personality of the company and showcasing what really makes them special. That is just is so, so good. But let's talk trade shows and having a video strategy. So, so, so we're all on the same page. What exactly is a video strategy and what makes it different than, than a marketing strategy? So at its core, video strategy is, is really a plan. So it's a, a plan that you have in advance for figuring out how to effectively create videos for your target audience. I think a lot of times what ends up happening is video is a little different than most other mediums. And I feel like marketers or business owners sometimes will throw the book out the window and you know, think that it's something different, but at its core, it's it's important to have a plan on who you're trying to talk to, and then also the content you're kind of trying to create, and then how all of those kind of feed into each other, and just ensuring that you have video content for each stage of the customer journey. Explain the whole process of of planning and mapping things out, and and why it's really important to have your whole strategy, your whole video strategy mapped out prior to your trade show. Yeah, and this this is actually great timing. I'm glad that you asked me to come on and talk with you because we're just kind of getting off of a couple months of working at trade shows and helping some of our clients out with trying to create video content. And really, I think this is a great thing to talk about because we help them with this. And I noticed there's a lot of other people at these shows that kind of haven't thought this through. So really, when you're going into your trade show, 
I think it's important to recognize that a trade show is really an opportunity to have all of these main players in an industry together in one room. You know, you get a lot of different people, thought leaders, masters of industry, you know, other companies that are maybe competitors or complementary services. And there's an opportunity to create a lot of content at the show that can be used post-show, can be used prior to your next show. So I think going into this, you know, some of the things you kind of want to consider is, you know, who can you talk to? and what kind of content can be created with the people that you can talk to. So great example, you know, is this going to be a social media type video? Is this going to be website type videos? So where I'm going with that basically is if you're creating, gonna be creating content, you know, are these little interviews you're grabbing or these little like um, snippets of B-roll with these different industry leaders, is this going to be something that's going to go on your social media channels? Is it going to have a short shelf life? Is it something that's going to be like a testimonial video? Can you have your, your customers sit down and talk to your product? Can you get endorsements? Having thought leaders that can sit down and talk to your product? Because that might be more of a website video. So one of the things that I always recommend is when you're going into a trade show or any event for that matter, try and identify you know one to two different types of videos you want to create and focus on those. Because... What's great is with all of these people in one place, you can create a whole bunch of content. You can create content for every stage of the customer journey. You can create content for social media. You can create content for your website, but it's important to focus on one or two because you also don't want to get to that point where you're trying to do too many things. And then everything that you're creating just kind of comes out, you know, just okay versus like identifying two things that you can create that can come out really, you know, really well and look professional. This is fantastic. And, and let me tell you why. Because I see most companies out there, and maybe I'm just not seeing everybody, most companies I don't think have a strategy for making and creating video at the show. When I think of a, a video for <clears throat> during the show, I think of I'm going to create video prior to the show that I'm going to show at the show. Maybe I'm going to have a big monitor. It's going to show a demo, demo reels, some things about my company. But actually utilizing the show itself, the energy, having those people there, grabbing your customers, and and all the things that you just said. So I'm everyone needs to rewind this a little bit and listen to that again about what Bill said about how how can you use it? Are you use, using it in social media? Are you using it on your website? So is it going to be something that's got a temporary shelf life or something that you intend to, like a testimonial that can have a long shelf life and you want to be able to use that over and over? But like, like we started off this conversation, there's got to be a strategy to it. You can't just show up and expect this to come off great. It's gonna, you're gonna be much better off having that strategy. So, wow, thank you so much for for bringing that forward. Yeah, and adding to what you had said too about creating content prior to the show, because this is something that I feel like I see quite a bit as well. Because we get hired to do this all the time, where it's like we need a video for the show. Can we create something? And this is where sitting down and creating a video strategy can be powerful because you can create content not only for the show, but you can create content that same same time that you're recording that content or putting together that piece of content that you're going to play at the show. You can also plan to record content prior to like for use before the show. So pre-show content that then matches that show content. So now you're sending out videos to attendees, trying to get them interested. Hey, you know, you can send it in your emails, you know, come to our booth and have a little video that's like getting them interested and you're telling a story. Then you can, you continue the story at your booth with that video. 
then you can also plan to create a post video for Pope, you know, after the show that then completes that story. And all of that was created at once, but you need a strategy to be able to do that. That way you are telling a much longer story and you're pulling people in. I love that. But like you said, it takes that strategy. You've got to plan that out ahead of time. Otherwise, everything's going to look more disjointed. It's not going to you know, have that continuity and, and people are not going to, the odds of you really making that connection with the, with the people who saw the first video, now you bring them to, to your booth, they get to the booth and they see something completely different is so different, you know, and, and it's just, it's could be disjointed. It's, it's just not going to connect in the same way. So fantastic. Wow. Just really, really solid stuff. And I'm sure you're saving your clients time and money by being able to batch in that way that you, you're doing all those videos at one time. Yeah, we, we are real big on that with our company and I, I know other companies are as well, but we focus on that. And I often tell clients, you know, if you're having us come out for a day to create one video, oftentimes we can create more than one video in a day. So we should try and maximize our time so you can walk away with, you know, four or five videos and then maybe some little social media videos. That way, you know, you're not only creating content that you can continue to use, so you're not wasting your time with us, but you're also creating branded content that's all part of one campaign or maybe multiple campaigns, but they all look the same because we shop them in the same location. We have the same people, whether it be actors and actresses or whether it be people from your company, they're all there, they're dressed the same. So it looks like it's all uniformed and part of that same uh, video campaign. Very cool. Very cool. Going back to what you said about capturing content at the show, is that something that you you, you gave a lot of different things, testimonials, you know, in, in different interviews, capturing, you know, product demos, things like that, that you can do <clears throat> there at the show. Would you recommend companies focus on one of those aspects or is it realistic that they could do multiple of those things at the show? So I think you could do multiple. Great example of this, we just did some trade show work a couple months ago. And one of the things that we had done was we did a bunch of testimonial interviews. We also did some interviews with CEOs of companies and able to create some maybe about videos for that company. So maybe t giving their story and, you know, the customers they try and help. We also went to some, some of the parties that those customers had and we captured a bunch of footage to be able to put together a recap to show that they're active at the show and they're doing things and, you know, allows other people to see all these other industry experts that attended their party. Then we also went down and got booth footage. If you have an impressive booth, it's, you know, you spent that money, it's worth showing that off and showing people that you have a commitment to what you do so much so that you had all your salespeople on site, you had a large booth constructed and just show the variety of people that are coming through and talking with them. Those are just an example of a few different things that can be done. But I would say, like I was talking before, when it comes to doing interviews and actually trying to create like a, what I would consider to be a longer shelf life video would be a testimonial, like you were saying, or maybe a influencer in the space or thought leader, maybe giving you a testimonial. It's a little different than a customer testimonial sure. or even an about video. Those videos, I would focus on maybe doing one or two of those because you want to make sure that you contact that person ahead of time, make sure they have the time set aside for you. Make sure you give them a little extra time so they don't feel rushed if they are having a hard time on camera and focus on capturing that. And then you can always go back and, you know, if you're going to be at these parties anyways or down on the show floor, continue to get footage and things like that. And you can kind of create social content with that as well. 
Yeah. Yeah, it got my wheels spinning even more and hopefully everyone listening is is thinking of new ways that they can they can utilize video. And I think that this is something and something that popped in my mind as you were talking was one thing I don't see enough is companies marketing to attendees who aren't going to be at the show. Though so they're not truly attendees, but but we market to them. We send postcards, we we do email blasts, we do social media posts, and everything is stop by our booth, stop by our booth. Here's what we're going to be showing. But what if they're not? What if they what if they can't make it to the show or or they, it is, they didn't know about the show, whatever the case is, but they're not going to be there. How do you convey that magic that they would have experienced if they were at the show and offer that and, and utilize video so that they can still, you, you're bringing them into your world, you're sharing that excitement, and you're having them get that true experience of what you, what you planned and all that money. Like you said, you built this great booth and you have these experiences. We need to be doing more of that. And video is such a great way to, after the show, hey, here's what you missed, but you didn't miss out completely. We still want to talk to you type of, type of an idea. That's a great point. And I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode with you, Jim, but I, I'm a huge fan of video and email. So I love sending out emails with video links using a tool like Vidyard or like Wistia Soapbox and just sending people these video messages. And one thing that you could do similar to what you're talking about to convey that is, you know, you can have somebody at the show, maybe you take your CEO, maybe you take your head, you know, lead salesperson, maybe you take your social media manager, whoever it is that communicates frequently, or maybe your customer knows and just have pull them aside and then have them do a couple different types of videos. I would have them just do a quick little thank you for attending. We appreciated you guys coming out and maybe doing a little recap of you know the show for you. And then also when your next upcoming show is, and then maybe pull them you know after they record that, then record a, hey, sorry, you couldn't make it for all the attendees that couldn't make it. We missed you this time, but we're looking forward to seeing you next time. And you know maybe talking about the next show you're gonna be at, you can even give some stats with that. In front of both of those, what you do is similar to what we were just talking about. You use footage of your booth, but then and and show them what they missed out on. But you know, with with these trade shows, you can go anywhere and get footage. So you know what's great about that is you can go out and we did this at the last one. Go out and get shots of the outside of the convention center. Hmm. Get some shots maybe around town. Get some shots of the people that are grabbing lunch. If there's a big lunch area where we were at, they had a bunch of food trucks. Just get some footage out out there because you're out in a public place so you can capture that and then maybe if you have some complimenting like complimentary businesses that you work with that you know you're kind of friendly with maybe ask them like hey we're going to send this out to our, our people that couldn't and the people that could make it as an event recap can we just get some footage of your booth because we work a lot together and you know, just kind of plug you guys a little bit and then you put that together maybe a minute just to some music show off you know kind of tell the story so exterior interior your booth some competitors or not competitors but some complimentary business booths and then cut to that video and you insert the one you want you know thank you for attending sorry we missed you and then now you send that out in an email so you have two separate lists this list didn't come this list did come and then you can then send that out in an email to people and it feels customized outstanding that's a great idea i love it you're, and you're you're really you are customizing in a way 
and that mm-hmm. means that you have actually taken note at your at your shows of who who was there, who wasn't there, and then you can customize even further about those people that maybe just maybe they just stopped by the booth, you scan their badge, or they dropped a business card, versus those that you had a really great conversation with, and I can and but take some prior planning it takes it all goes back to that strategy and you think it out ahead of time so that you can do these things so you're not afterwards going oh we could have done this or we should have done that (laughs) you have all that thought out ahead of time outstanding stuff let me tell you ask you bill and, and this might come out come across as an odd question for for someone who is a professional videographer and video company can com- can companies do this DIY? I mean, can they do this stuff themselves, or, or sh- at what point should they turn around and say hire someone like Flex Media? Yeah, so this is going to probably shock a lot of people because I get this quite a bit. You don't need a professional to do a lot of the stuff that I was talking about. What? And, <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, depending on where the content's going, I don't think that's the best place to spend your your marketing or sales dollars. You know, if you have, if if you just want to do like a little recap of the event, you know, that's probably going to go on social media. So if you're doing what we were just talking about and getting some exterior shots and doing some shots of inside on the trade show floor, and then even recording that little, you know, thank you for coming type deal, it doesn't have to be a videographer. You can use somebody from your marketing department. If you don't have a marketing department, you could use, you know, somebody, an intern bring, you know, if you have an intern with you or somebody work in the booth and you can do this with your iPhone, you can get little testimonials with your iPhone as well. I mean, the ideal situation in my opinion, at these shows is that to have a quiet space where you can sit down and interview these these people that we're talking about. So client testimonials or even, you know, influencers or thought leaders in the space. But at the same time, you know, people are forgiving. They know you're on the show floor. So like maybe you don't have the budget to do that this time, or maybe you need to convince, you know, your boss, this is a great idea to hire a professional to do something a little more higher end in the future. Set up a little tripod, set up your your iPhone or set up a, a cheaper camera if you can get one. And just, you know, as they come through, you mind giving us a little testimonial? We'd love to cut that together. Or, you know, can we pull our salesperson over here? We want to give everyone a thank you for coming. So it's possible to do that. My, my big thing with that is if you're going to do it yourself, I always recommend to people get some type of tripod because you should have a tripod just to make it so if you're doing these, they're not shaky. Get yourself a little microphone. You know, it could be something that hooks up to your phone. It could be something that's wireless. And if you can, grab yourself a light of any kind. Might be lit enough on the show floor. I've noticed that typically it is, but on the off chance, maybe you want to do a ring light or something just to kind of have a little more light in that area and then find a good backdrop. And those are the, really, those are the things you need. And all those things together, you're probably looking at maybe a couple hundred dollars to get you going. But what's great is, you know, you can continue to use that at future trade shows as well. And especially if you're creating content for social media that doesn't have that long shelf life. Now, to kind of go back and say where I think the professional should come in, I always tell people, if you're creating content for your website, that is a longer shelf life. Those things typically stay up there for about five years or so. And that's when you really want to hire a professional because that's going to be Oftentimes, somebody is going to be more forgiving on social content being more DIY, but when they land on your website and they're kind of in that consideration, decision-making phase, they want to see professional content from you showing that you care and you want to help them make an informed decision. And that would be a great time to hire somebody like myself or another company. You know, like I said, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way right now. If you don't have the budget and, you know, don't think you can't put something like that on your website, 
I'm of the thought process that if you can get it to look and sound semi-professional, it's better than having nothing because your website is your, your storefront. And I always think of video as your 24 hour salesperson. Nice. A 24 hour salesperson. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And for everyone, you know, maybe you get, maybe you just breathe the sigh of relief from listening to Bill say, you can do some of this on your own. It does, it's not going to break the bank. And as you're putting together your whole video strategy, some of it may include bringing in an outside company to help you with some of that longer, that long term content that's going to stick with you for a while where you really need to up the professionalism, up the look. But, but with the uh, the quality of, of of video cameras that are that are now on our phones and it keeps getting better and better putting out great looking video is really 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 it's a lot simpler than it used to be and you could do it DIY fairly inexpensively fairly quickly right there on the show floor but you got to have the strategy for it and one thing I would I would mention too Jim just because I kind of left this out before, you know, if you are shooting with your phone, it's going to, this is going to eat up a lot of file storage space and be larger file sizes. But I, I recommend shooting in 4K versus high definition. You'll have that option on your phone in your settings. And main reason for that is 4K is a little more forgiving where you can shoot things wider and then you can go back when you go to edit that and you can crop in and you can adjust where your subject's sitting um, you can adjust, you know, maybe if you want to show a logo, you can zoom in and just make your video in high definition. So it allows you to capture a little bit more. Nice. Thanks for that extra extra bonus tip. Mm-hmm. Now, I you know with, with all this video content, a lot of companies like to repurpose, like to use it in, in way diff- many different ways. What is the best ways for, for, for companies to repurpose video content? And are there any mistakes you see that, that businesses make? Yeah, I'd say the biggest mistake I see is not repurposing content. Oh. That would be, you know, so like, you know, great example, that video we just talked about earlier, where it's maybe a, you know, thank you for coming video or sorry, we missed you video. You can cut that up a couple different ways. You know, you could just have the person saying, you know, thank you for coming. And, you know, here are our stats, looking forward to the next event. So that's one video that could stand off on its own on social media. You can take the beginning portion of that where you have the, exterior you have you know some shots of the show floor and some shots of your booth that could be its own little um video and then you could also have a short video that's just shots of your booth and shots of your sales team thing and you're going to end up capturing a lot more footage than you need most people do and so that's where in the editing process you can kind of create you know a couple different forms of content there i mean and we're talking about you know if you plan that video out to just create a thank you for coming video I mean, we just talked about four videos that you could essentially create from that one video. And depending on how you post, if you post every week, that's a month's worth of content. Wow. Yeah. You're not only giving us great video tips, but helping us save time and money at the same time. Bill, you are awesome. And I really appreciate you sharing a lot lot of this stuff. As we wrap up our conversation here, what what would be a couple of your top tips and things you want people to take away from? What I really want everyone listening to understand is, you know, strategy first. That's, That's the biggest thing. Too often what ends up happening is you end up getting to the show and you, you didn't really think through it. And then now you're trying to scramble and you, you're trying to get what you can. And oftentimes it's just not going to work out the right way because, you know, certain interviews, you really want to get those people ahead of time and let them know, Hey, can I, can I borrow you for 
a half hour and just kind of talk with you a little bit. And if you try and grab them on the fly, who knows where they're going or what they're trying to do. The other thing outside of strategy first is really just don't be afraid to create your own content and try some different things as well. I think a lot of times what ends up happening is companies get to this point where they think they always have to hire a professional and then they just kind of discount it. Well, we can't hire a professional or, you know, we don't have time for that. And there are many options when it comes to professionals in time. So like I said, you could DIY everything yourself. Another thing you could think about is find maybe an intern or find who's just starting out or even a company like myself, depending what you want to do. And you can shoot all that, all those things and then have them edit that. So if you're like, well, we don't really have the editing capabilities, that's fine. You can hire somebody to do that. My, my recommendation though, once again, you start with that strategy first and you find that editor ahead of time and then get them involved because they're going to tell you things that they're going to need. And that's important because you also, you know, sometimes it'll cost you more money if you just hand an editor a bunch of footage and say, here, turn this into this versus mm. if you get involved in the beginning and say, well, what do you need? What do we have to provide for you? You know, what, what would be ideal? How can we make your job easier? Because the easier their job is, the less expensive it'll be for you. There's some amazing points there. And and one thing I'm going to add to this is that for everyone listening, we don't know what we don't know. And there's reasons why Bill and other professionals who are videographers who have been doing this, they know the right questions asked. They know how to create strategy. They know how to do the lighting, you know, and, and all that that is going to turn into great quality content. And so it makes sense to reach out to someone like Bill to run ideas past. Don't think just, hey, I've taken some great family videos on our vacation and they turned out great. Don't think that that's going to equate to you creating fantastic video from your next trade show that you can use for years and you know down the line on your website. So do it right. Get the right people involved. Reach out to professionals. Bounce at least bounce ideas off of to get that right strategy for your next show. Bill, this has been outstanding. Thank you so much. Tell people a little bit about Flex Media and how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, absolutely. So Flex Media is a video marketing, video production company. We are located in Cleveland, Ohio, but we do a good chunk of work outside, probably about 50% of our work is outside of Cleveland. And we, we really specialize in creating content for renewable energy, as well as public safety, and then also manufacturing small business. So we kind of are in all three of those spaces. And what's what's great about us, at least what I, I, I think is great is because we focus on strategy first, I'm always of that thought process like we've been talking about where you can, my, my strategies always involve having DIY content. So it's not always like hire us and we take care of everything. So that's one great thing about us. But you can, if you're interested in learning more about our company, it's Flex Media, C-L-E, like Cleveland.com or on social media, it's Flex Media at Flex Media C-L-E. Awesome. And I'll drop all your content in the show notes, all your contact information. Bill, thank you so much. Giving everybody a lot to think about. And hey, you know, you can trust this guy. He practices what he preaches. He, he works in DIY content in with his clients. Who does that? That's amazing. Bill, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to catch up with you again. And thanks for dropping all the great information. 
Yeah, thank you, Jim. And everyone, continue to binge. Get over to our website at tradeshowu.biz slash episodes. Every episode right there on, on the the page. You can check out Bill's other interview that we did a while back and, and get some more great content from him. And we will see you here next time on campus at Trade Show University. I want to take a second to cover one of the hottest topics in the events industry right now, and that is data analytics. If you're a show organizer, you're probably trying to gain a leg up on how to return to revenue. One company leading the charge for growing events is Bear Analytics. With their cutting-edge platform called Bear IQ, it easily aggregates, cleans, and measures event performance, showing you exactly where to focus your marketing, sales, and education team's energy. The best part? It's powered by the data you're already collecting. It means you could use their predictive tools to grow audience, increase exhibitor and sponsor sales, and easily measure engagement across your education and certification programs. If you're even a little curious about this, reach out to them at bearanalytics.com. Tell them Jim sent you. Mention code TSU to unlock a free post-event report.